Hello, mama. Hello, hello, hello. I am glad to be here with you. I don't know how long I have though, because baby is sleeping and he's struggle city over here. Laid him back down again. We'll see what happens. So I'm just praying and that I can just finish this. So we'll see. But I'll, I'll get back to you eventually. That's just what's going on in my world. I hope your babies are sleeping like babies. Isn't that funny that that's the saying, that sleeping like a baby, when babies kind of struggle to sleep? I don't get it. But <laughs> we are uh, slowly making progress in the sleep train over here. And uh, truly, this baby is, is there's, there's, I've heard far worse stories. Let me just say that. So we are blessed. I am grateful. And it's just a season. So <laughs> what season are you in? I would love to hear from you. I'd love to get to know you and see your face. Um, we have a group. If you haven't heard of it, the morning mama Co collective, I always want to call it community, which it is a community, but it's called the morning mama collective. Anyways, I'd love to have you pop in there so that I could get to know what season you're in. Um, I have some questions that everyone answers when they pop in there. And one of them is what season are you in? What's going on in your world? And I read every single one of your answers and I just love to get to know kind of what's in your world and, and what you're struggling with and what that looks like. So thanks for answering those. All of you that have answered them, just know that I do read them and they, they mean a lot to me and give me great ideas too, for what I can be talking about on here. So, um, if you haven't hopped in make sure you hop in, we're so close to a thousand. So let's, let's bring it up and have a party over there. It sounds great. But anyways, today we are going to be talking about what it looks like to make plans. We're in the middle of a little mini series on the new year and what that means and how we can just live that out well. And, you know, in the last episodes, we talked about how to make the new year happen every day and what that looks like. Why is there so much uh, movement around goals in the new year and, and then why do they peter off? And so we talked about kind of the elements that make it so exciting in the new year to set goals and, and be filled with hope and how we can do that every day. But today we're going to get super practical and technical about what it looks like to make those goals and how you can live out those goals. Cause we can make goals and work to have a new year every day. But if we don't know the following steps after that, cause there's, you got to live it out. You got to <laughs> go and do the work. So we're going to talk about what that looks like and how to set a good goal and how to live it out. Even when the barriers come and the obstacles come and the babies wake up and <laughs> things don't work as we plan, because that's going to happen. Guarantee it. Set your clock to it. It's going to happen. But that does not mean that has to be the end of the goal. It does not have to be the end of that momentum. So we're going to dive into that today, and I'm just so excited. Let's go. Welcome to the Morning Mama podcast, where it is time to wake up to the life you were created for. Come join me on a journey to heal from your past, craft a healthy, joy-filled life, and discover the gifts and passions inside of you that the world needs. Hi, I'm Brittany, a former marriage and family therapist who is ready to help you grab hold of your courage, step out in faith, and discover that your life can become more than you ever dreamed possible. This is Morning Mama, a place for you to throw off all that has been holding you back and run into true freedom. All right, Mama. So we're talking about what it looks like to make plans today. 
and to stick with them. And before we dive into all the tacticals, I just want to start with saying, yes, you do need to make plans. Even as Christ followers that are led by the Holy Spirit, we need to make plans. We cannot just fly by the seat of our pants. We cannot just wing it every day. We cannot just uh, trust that God is going to lead us. Yes, we trust that God's going to lead us, but we need to do the, the discipline work of planning and preparing. Uh, it's kind of like I shared this example a few episodes ago where I was sitting down to work and I did not have everything prepared. I did not have my bed made, which I can see from my desk. I did not have uh, my diffuser for oil ready that I wanted to use to help motivate me with motivating oils. Um, I did not have uh, everything laid out. And because I didn't prepare, it just started my workday off not as well. Like Holy Spirit still led me. I still got done what I needed to get done. Just, it took a little longer than normal. Um, and it really, I feel like it, like I could feel my brain getting stuck. I could feel my heart feeling down. Um, and I had to kind of fight through that because I just did not lay down the, the groundwork so that God could work his best. He still worked, right? He could still work through our mess. Absolutely. But I I don't think it was my best work. And I don't think it was um, everything that it could have been because I did not prepare, whether that's because the quality wasn't as good or whether it's because I didn't do it as quickly and I could have gotten a lot more done, Um, whether maybe Holy Spirit wanted to speak something to me personally in the midst of it and I didn't make time for that, whatever it was. When we prepare the way, when we make the plans, then that's how God best shows up. And so we need to make the plans and then God can work with them. So I'm going off Proverbs 21.5. It says, the plans of the diligent lead to profit as surely as haste haste leads to poverty. The plans of the diligent lead to profit. So it's saying we need to plan. We need to be diligent. This is going to lead to profit, not just financial profit, right? But spiritual profit to family, uh, abundant profit (laughs) words. I say this every episode because it happens every episode, but they just no longer come to my brain. So if you could just come and like sit by me and when I'm looking for a word, you could just tell me the word I'm looking for. That'd be fantastic. Thank you for that. (laughs) But anyways, like we, we need this profit comes from being diligent to plan. And it's saying the opposite. If we just act in haste, meaning we're not planning, we're not thinking ahead, we're not laying down the groundwork, then that's going to lead to poverty. And I just think this is so true in every area of our lives. Again, not just financial, but this, this plays out in so many different areas. And so we need to be sure to plan. This is what God wants for us. This is what he has for us. This helps him work the best. Not that he needs our help, but we can get in the way is the thing. If we don't prepare things, we get in the way. Our sin, our just humanness, mistakes, uh, brain fog, uh, forgetting things, right? Like we can get in the way. But we do, as we plan, need to make sure God is leading us. So we go to Proverbs 16, 9. It says, The heart of man plans his ways, but the Lord establishes his steps. So again, it's saying we need to plan. That is part of this. This is important. But ultimately, God is going to lead the steps. So even in an episode, like I, I sketch out an outline 
And sometimes I even like write too much in there and I have, you know, a lot to say, but every time I go to do it, God leads things in a different way. You know, I, I still follow the outline for the most part, but he'll add in a story or he'll add in a thought or he'll kind of take a pivot sometimes. And it becomes two episodes because he gives me some more ideas. So I, I, I do the work to plan. I organize things. I get it ready to be the best that I can. And then God is going to shift as I go, as I talk, as I'm working with you. And the same thing happens in our lives. And so yes, plan. That's what we're talking about today. And and yes, let God lead you. Okay. But also our plans, the plans themselves are not God. (laughs) They help us be successful. They help us be, uh, who God's calling us to be, but they are not God. And so we need to always make sure that when we do make plans, we don't put them before God. We, we make sure we submit them to the throne that say, God, this is the plans I've made. This is what I want in my heart. This is what I'm dreaming for. But God, your will be done. God, what you want, lead and guide me. And and that surrender and submission is essential for living out who we were created to be. So make sure you don't let the plan rule you and guide you more than God. If you feel the Holy Spirit leading you to do something, but you made this plan, you can't, you gotta, you gotta drop the plan. Okay. But Today we dive into how to make the plan because we talked a lot about hope on the last episodes and hope is super essential. Hope is what is, is very needed to make any momentum on something. We need hope to set the goals. We need hope to believe that things can be better. We need hope to make any kind of progress that is essential. And that's like all of what we talked about in the last episodes, but we cannot let that end there. This euphoria of hope, because hope is a feeling, a belief, but it's not action. And so we're, we're talking about how to take that hope and turn it into action. And what that requires is discipline. Discipline is, well, we could do a whole series of podcasts on this, although I don't know that I am the one to do it. I'll have to get some guests on here because I myself struggle with discipline. I think I talked about this recently. It is hard. Discipline is like doing the thing when you don't want to do the thing. Now I do that in some areas, and I'm definitely growing, but man, like certain areas specifically, like exercise has always been a struggle. I, you know, I played sports and I've always been active, but I have never had to like, you know, go to the gym. It's, I just haven't gotten into rhythm with it. I know it would have been good for my body. I just, it's just not my favorite thing. So now that I'm getting older and I've had a lot of babies, I'm like, okay, I can't like, I cannot run from this anymore. You know, I could get away with it before, but now, you know, it's, it's showing up physically, you know, before obviously my body, like my heart needed it. My mind is good for my mind and all these things. It would have been, it would have benefited me, but now I'm being faced with this reality where I'm like, okay, I cannot just pretend like this is okay anymore. And so, and again, I love my body after babies and what God has, you know, created through my body. It's amazing, but I just... I want to feel good. I want to feel um, healthy, really. is I've, I've never been a fan at all of diet culture or oh, I just any of that. I, I'm so turned off by it. So I'm not saying that. I just want to be healthy and feel healthy and, and be able to move my body in, in healthy ways and not get tired. So all that to say, discipline around this area has been a huge struggle for me. You know, even in these 
these beginning of the year, I'm like, okay, this is the year for exercise. I think I say this every year. If you go back and listen to my, my podcast episodes from last year, I think I said the same things. I'm like, this is the year exercise. Now, right now I'm still convinced this is the year. It's still January. So we'll see. I'm not pregnant, not going to be pregnant this year. So that's great. That, that helps for sure. Uh, but at the same time, that was still an excuse. So, you know, I'm starting this year and I'm, I'm stoked in my mind on exercise. I'm like, yes, I'm going to feel so good. I'm going to look so good. All my pants are going to fit again, right? It's that postpartum period where pants, I even got like, you know, slightly bigger ones. They still just don't fit right. I'm like, why? I just want to wear non-stretchy pants at some point. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus, that leggings are so in style right now. <laughs> but anyways... I, you know, I have this hope, this excitement around this idea of getting fit and being strong, right? Like there's so much to it. And so I can think all day about it and I get excited about it and I visualize what it's going to look like to exercise and, and how good I'm going to feel and how I'm going to eat healthy along with that and all these things, right? And I, I have this euphoria of hope. I have this belief and excitement surrounding this idea of exercise. But until I actually put a plan in place to make sure that exercise happens, it's not going to happen right? Like even like if I say the word exercise, okay, that you could, you could do something because that means going for a walk or, or pulling up something, right? Like you could, you could do something with it, but that's not enough. We need a specific plan. So this is what it looks like. So first of all, there are four steps that I'm going to walk you through that you need to use in order to get a plan in place. Within the first step, there's a lot of little mini steps. So all that I'm going to say is get a, get a pen and paper out so that you can follow along and get your New Year's goals set. Or should I say New Day goals set? Because we don't have to make a new goal every day, <laughs> but I'm saying you can start at any point. You can restart at any point. This is just how to make a plan. Okay. So first step, first of all, we need good goals and a good goal means that it's a smart goal. Probably a lot of you know this acronym. I know I learned it like back in the mental health field when I was uh, a therapist in a government agency and this is something that we had to do when we were starting with new clients is help them form a smart goal. Now, I do think this is helpful. I think it's important to have these kind of goals in place, but this is not the end of the road. That's where it gets people get stuck, I think, is because they can make a smart goal, but then they don't have the following steps after that to, to walk it out. So we need to start with a good goal and I'm going to help you do that, but then don't neglect the other steps. So this is what a smart goal means. So I want you to think of an area of your life that you want to set a goal in. You want to make plans for, you want to make progress in. It can be diet and exercise like me. It can be uh, mental health. It could be uh, time with your kids. It could be keeping up with your house, like whatever it is. It could be your marriage. doesn't matter. Make a goal around that area. So the first, so this is an acronym, SMART, S-M-A-R-T. So the S stands for specific. So make sure in your goal, you get specific because what happens is that people say like, I want to feel better. And in that, that's so vague, like, or even like, I want to feel better about my body. Even that is too vague because, well, how do you know when you reach that? 
what would that look like to feel better? Like, are you ever really going to feel better? I mean, our babies have changed our bodies permanently in a lot of ways. Like, so will you ever be satisfied? Are you expecting to look at your body and see what it looked like when you were 20? Like, what does that mean? You want to feel better. So we got to get more specific than that. And when we create these vague goals, it means one that we don't have a clear vision. And when we don't have a clear vision, we can't run quickly and, and efficiently in that direction. Cause we're just like, Oh, is it over to the left or the right or, or straight? I don't know. I, you know, so we need a clear vision to, to guide us. And then we also just don't know when we reach it. Then we, we kind of feel like we're failing because we never reached that unattainable thing because it wasn't specific enough. Okay. So first of all, it needs to be specific. So an example of that is I am going to, by using uh, uh, exercise video. Okay. That's just the start of it. So be super specific. How are you going to exercise? What are you going to do? Or like even just saying exercise is specific because you're not saying I want to feel better. You're saying what I'm going to do. My goal isn't weight loss. My goal is to exercise just to get the exercise in there. So that is specific enough. Okay. The M is very related to that's measurable. So I am going to exercise by video three times a week for 20 minutes a day. So measurable, I need to be able to measure it. How can I count if this is happening? I need to make an actual number numerical thing in there so that I can actually measure this. So this is very specific three times a week for 20 minutes a day. Okay. That is something I can measure, right? Okay. Number three, well, the third letter, A, A is for attainable. So as we're setting these goals, we need to make sure that you are setting them in a way that is reasonable. The R sometimes stands for reasonable, but today it's going to be relevant. So A is attainable. It's, it's a reasonable, attainable goal. It's, I'm not saying I'm going to exercise an hour every day of the week, right? Seven days a week. That is not attainable. I'm starting from scratch here, people. <laughs> I haven't even been walking because uh, my hips were hurting during pregnancy and then I just haven't gotten into a rhythm with it, figuring it out with the baby and the new house and all the things, all the things. All that to say, I'm starting from scratch. So it would not be attainable, reasonable, to go from zero to a hundred, right? I need to take baby steps so that I can feel like I'm making progress. So make sure when you're setting these goals, like don't have it at the, where you want to be in five years or even at the end of the year, make little goals. And I struggle with this. I don't know if you do, but I know I struggle with it. Cause even as I say three times a week, I'm like, no, it needs to be every day or it needs to be more than three, right? Like my mind doesn't like that. It wants to go big, but the problem is I, I, I will not be able to maintain it big, especially with little kids, because if, if something goes wrong one day, then okay, I only have to do three days a week. So that's still something I can, I can pick up. If I miss one day, I can do, I can do the next day. But if it's every day, then I'm already going to set myself up for failure because there's no way that my plans every day are going to go as I want them to with a newborn and two toddlers. It's just not going to happen. So I need to start small. I need to do something that is attainable to encourage yourselves, please. Okay. 
<laughs> the next one. R is for relevant. Okay. So this is, I want you to make a goal that connects to the bigger picture of who you are, of, of your values, of what you care about, what you want to be, who God's calling you to be. And that's like, for example, why I don't have a weight loss goal because, well, sure. Yes. I would love to lose some weight. I, I don't like the idea of making that my goal because to me that feels too superficial, too shallow. Now there's nothing wrong with wanting to lose weight, but for me and how I see things, just like I said, like I'm really turned off by diet culture that just gets too close to diet culture for me. So for me, just saying, adding in exercise and I could have like a separate goal for eating as well. And I would want to focus on eating healthy. Um, that, that, helps me because that connects to my bigger goals of, I want to be a healthy individual in every area. I believe that God calls us to be healthy and to grow in every area of our lives. And part of being that healthy person he's calling us to is taking care of our bodies. We talk about that here a lot. Not, not as much as some podcasts, but we talk about how body, mind, and spirit, like we can't leave one of those out. They're all connected and they're all part of what God has trusted us with. And so if we're going to steward well, what God has given us, we need to care for our bodies. And so when I say exercise, I think I want to be strong. I want to, I want to be able to, you know, go hard with my kids and I want to be able to just feel good about the discipline I have. And so this is why I made it about exercise instead of about weight loss. Okay. The T is time bound. So added to the end of my goal, I'm going to exercise three times a week for 20 minutes a day for the next month. So time bound. So you want a check in point where you want to accomplish this by, um, now there's a lot of different ways you could do this. You know, I could say if you were doing a weight loss goal, you would say, I want to lose whatever pounds by whatever date. Right. And so that's like your deadline to do that. But all, all in all, the time bound is just making sure it's something you can check in about. You can keep track of, because maybe if, if I really do this for the next month, then I am going to need to increase the goal. It's going to be like, okay, this feels good, but I am ready for more. I do want more. So I'm going to increase it to four times a week. And so time bound gives you that check-in point or gives you that deadline to make sure that it is accomplished by. Okay. So it's a smart goal. So step number one is creating a smart goal. Again, this is not the end. This is only the beginning. Really the next steps are the most important. Okay. So step number two, this is to create a system around that goal. And, you know, I get this idea from the book Atomic Habits. If you haven't read it, it's amazing. Um, in all honesty though, I've only, I was doing it on audio, audible, audio books, audible, Yep. And I'm still only halfway through. It is such a long book. And that was like, I started it over a year ago. So I need to go back. I don't know what that says about my habits or systems around here, but, uh, there's so much good information. It's, it's kind of, it's a lot to take in because there's so many amazing tips and, uh, ways to really create these amazing habits that are going to change your life. So, Anyways, he talks about how goals are good, but what's better, what's essential is creating a system. And a system is like how you're going to do it, when you're going to do it, and where you're going to do it. And it's been a minute since I read it, so I might not quote what he's saying exactly, but essentially this is forming a specific plan for how you're going to live out this goal. So I said, you know, I'm going to exercise three times a week, right? Um, and I, I said, I'm going to watch a video to do that. Well, not just watch a video. I'm going <laughs> to 
I'm going to follow along the video, right? Uh, um, but that's not saying like, when am I going to do it? It doesn't say where I'm going to do it. There's nothing specific there. And so without a system in place, which means there's a cue, which means at this time of day, I know it's time for me to implement this goal. Without that, it's so easy to go through the day like, oh, maybe I'll do it before the kids wake up. Okay. Oh, you know, I'm going to spend a little more time in my quiet time. Okay. I don't have time for that in the morning. Well, I always have nap time. So maybe I'll do it at nap and then nap time comes and I'm like, okay, first I'm going to work. And then at the end of the nap, the kids nap, I'm going to, you know, exercise. And then the baby wakes up. Okay. That's okay. I'll do it when the kids go to bed or I'll do it in the afternoon, you know, when uh, the baby's sleeping and just the two kids are up and I'll do it then. And then, you know, that the baby's not sleeping then, or, or I realize I have to fold laundry then or whatever. And then the, the nighttime comes and I'm like, Oh man, I'm just so tired. Or every, every segment, I always have the baby because the baby is often the thing stopping the, the goal. <laughs> you know, the baby's not going to sleep well and I have to pump and all these things. Right. And so I just don't get around to it. I remember there was one day where I was really trying to fit in exercise in all these different places. And again, and again, and again, and again, throughout the day, it failed, which we're going to talk about what that looks like. That's number three. Okay. But right now we're creating a system. So what am I going to do? When am I going to do it? And where am I going to do it? So for exercise, it would sound something like this on non school or church days. So my, my kiddo goes to school three days a week and then we have church one day. So like those, those mornings are a little bit more of a hustle. Like we got to get the kids out. Those are also the days that I will have, um, childcare two of those days. So I'm going to be working. So I'm going to have to, you know, get quickly out everything out the door, everything prepared so I can work. So those are probably not good days to add in something, but the other days, things are a little more slow paced. I have a couple of the weekdays, I have a weekend day and I can, you know, move things around. I can shower later in the day, whatever it is, I have more flexibility. And so I could more easily add it on those days. So I will do exercise, non-school or church days in the morning after my time with God. So you could put a specific timestamp there. Like, um, for me, it's going to be six or six 30, but it just depends a little bit on the day. My baby's still not sleeping every night, all the way through the night. You know, some nights he's waking up multiple times. Sometimes it's once whatever. And so I can't always get up at my planned time or I don't want to, cause I do want to get that sleep that I need. And so all that to say, I'm going to do it after my quiet time. So I'm going to spend time with God first, because honestly what I found, because here's the thing, I, I love the idea of doing the exercise first, like getting it out of the way, making sure it happens. Cause I will always find time with God. That's so important to me. And it's enjoyable to me versus exercise is kind of something that's challenging. Like I keep sharing, <laughs> but I have found that it's really hard for me to be motivated to hop out of my bed when I'm going to exercise because one, it is just so cold <laughs> and you can't exercise under a blanket. It just doesn't work. <laughs> and so it's like, I just find it easier to procrastinate when exercise is the first thing that I do. And so if I am hopping out of bed to go spend time with God with a hot cup of coffee on a couch with a warm blanket, oh man, that sounds great. I love everything about that. So I will get out of bed super early to do that. Now the discipline part comes in after that with 
stopping my quiet time at a certain time to make sure I then do the exercise. But once I get into a rhythm, I usually find it easier, but that definitely, um, definitely needs to be something that I follow through with. So, okay. After my time with God in the morning and then where in the garage doing videos from Apple fitness plus, I just found out my friend was telling me about like she started Apple fitness plus, I think it's called, I don't know. Anyway, she was telling me about it and it sounded great. And I was like, okay, Maybe I can convince my husband we, can, we need to get this. And I found out we already had it because we're on some kind of family plan. I don't know. All that to say, it just felt like a God thing. I'm so excited. It's, I'm hoping it's going to be the thing. I love it. I, I've tried it a couple of days and they do have amazing. This is not like a sales pitch. <laughs> I'm not receiving commission from them. But they have like videos that are 5, 10, 15, 20 minutes. You can choose. And so that is so helpful for me because you know, sometimes I don't have time for a 30 minute workout, even though that's not that long. I just don't have that time. I don't want to make that time I should say. And so a 10 minute workout or a 20 minute workout is exactly what I need. It can fit perfectly in. So that's what it is. So my system would sound like this. I will do exercise on non-school church days in the morning after my quiet time with God in the garage doing videos from Apple plus fitness plus thing. Okay. See how specific that is. See how that's saying what I'm going to do, when I'm going to do it and how I'm going to do it. And, and having that all established is so key to actually making that happen because say, I didn't say where I was going to do it. Right. Okay. Then in the morning I'm like, Oh, well, uh, the garage is so cold. I should try and do it in the house. Oh, but then, you know, I don't want to wake up the kids. I can't, you know, be stomping around on the top floor. And then, oh, I could do it in the office downstairs. But, but then, you know, my husband might be sleeping or I just don't want him to even be showering because then he's going to see me. I'm going to feel silly. <laughs> um, you know, and so I, like, I, that's going to, that's going to stop me. That, that thought process, that not having that plan is going to stop me. And then, and then where do I leave my exercise mat, right? Like what, where, where do my shoes need to be? Everything needs to be planned out so that you do not have this excuse to get lost, to shift things like, you know, the plan. And that also creates that cue, which, uh, digging into the atomic habits book. There was also another book on this. I'm trying to remember what that one was, but essentially that cue is important because it helps you recognize this is the time to do this thing. The cue leads me to that place. Okay. And then you have the, the system all set up there. Like if some days I do it in my office and some days I do it in the garage, then, you know, where am I going to watch it? I'm going to watch it on my phone. And then it's, it's so hard to see cause it's small. Do I need to find my iPad? Maybe I need to, I left my iPad in the garage cause now I'm doing it in the office and it, right. These things delay us. And so we need to have a specific plan system created. Okay. I hope that helps. I know this is a lot of details. I'm just trying to give you a, like a specific example so that you can apply it better to your life. All right. So we have our goal. We have our system of how we're going to attain that goal, live out that goal. Now, number three. Okay. This is very essential. Do not miss this part. Number three is you need to get ready to pivot. Okay. We got our goal. We put a lot of work into the goal. We got our system. We put a lot of thought and work into the system. Now we're going to try and do the system and there will always be things that fail. 
There's going to be, again, babies that wake up. There's going to be, um, you know, the garage is just too cold and they're just, I'm just shaking the whole time. <laughs> There's going to be, the TV's not working. There's going to be, your kid is throwing up. There's going to be what, you know, you name it, whether it's something that's not working about it. Maybe I just do not have that much discipline to get out of my warm blanket and, and time with Jesus to go and do it. And so that time of day is not good. Or maybe my baby starts waking up a lot and that is just not going to work for this season. I cannot get up early. I need to get that rest and I have to figure out how to do it in the middle of the day. You know, whatever it is, there's going to be things about that that don't work that you're going to need to change as you go. And so what happens, I think so often is we set us a goal and we even maybe have a little system for it, but then we try it and it's not working and we just give up and we're like, well, that didn't work. Maybe I'll figure out a new thing, but we, we don't figure out the new thing. We either feel like we just failed. And so we just give up because we feel like a failure or we just lose that initial motivation, like whatever it is. And so we need to be ready to pivot this is essential. Otherwise we will not move forward on these plans that we have. Okay. So try things at, in different places or at different times, try doing different things, right? Like if we're using my exercise as an example, I listed a lot of different places I could do it. I could do it in the office, in the garage. I could do it. Um, I could also add in some other options. I could change it to walking, which would be outside, right? I could go to the gym, right? Okay. I could do different times. I talked about, you know, nap time, morning time, nighttime. I could do it when my husband comes home. I could do it all these different things, right? Or I could do different things. So maybe the videos are not working for me. So I could try walking. Like I said, I could try going to the gym. Like I said, I could try a different type of video. There's so many different types on there. There was like Pilates and yoga and, um, strength and cardio, all the things, right? I could do different types. I could, you know, get a buddy and do things like there's so many different, right? There's so many different things I could do to exercise. The goal is exercise. So the system might need to be shifted in order to accommodate your, your season, uh, the what's happening, your, your likes. Like if you're starting something new, maybe you don't know what you like. And that's kind of how I feel with exercise. I'm like, I don't even know which videos I'm going to like. I don't know. I've not really tried any of these in a long time. So just be ready to pivot. And so when you start to see something's not working, sit down and look at it and think, what is preventing this from working? What is getting in the way? And, and assess what challenges you're facing and then figure out what the new plan is. Okay. So we have make a goal, make it smart, have your system, get ready to pivot. And then the fourth one is just to go back to hope. So go listen to the episodes uh, before this about how to make every day the new year, about how to maintain that hope because we need that vision. We need that hope to carry us. Otherwise, the the hard work, the discipline and, and just how hard that is, like, honestly, and that sometimes the slow progress, because, you know, once we start moving, we have this vision for where we want to go. And 
And it doesn't happen immediately. Like it's slow progress. So again, if we're talking about losing weight, that takes time. It takes a lot of effort. And so we have to maintain the vision. We can't lose sight of it when, when we're not seeing the physical evidence come of it right away. And so make sure you're doing those steps to hold on to the hope. And you can go back and listen to those. I don't remember all of them, but it was like accountability and, uh, encouragement and, uh, assessing, you know, reflecting and there's some other things. <laughs> so make sure you daily renew that vision, get back to that hope. Okay. I hope that helps you set some amazing goals and start implementing them. And I'm so excited to hear what that looks like for you. And, uh, you should come share it in the Facebook group. We would all love to cheer you on, help you hold you accountable and just be inspired by your goal. So let me pray for you, mama. God, I just thank you for these amazing women. And I thank you for the plans that you have for them. God, I just pray you would guide them and lead them as they set these goals, Lord, as they set the trajectory for the next week, days, months, years, God. And I just pray that you'd be in the middle of that. God, I pray you would give all of us the courage to keep going when we slip up, when we fail, when we don't do what we had set out to do, Lord, and just help us just every day to grow stronger, God. And I know that in the middle of this, you're using this discipline to just create the strength, inner strength for us, God, even if it's a a, a discipline we're doing on the outside, God, I know you're using it for our hearts, God, and our walk with you. So thank you, God, that, um, that you're doing so much with all of this, God. And we just pray that you would help give us more strength to run in this direction. We love you and we praise you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Love you, Mama. If you found hope and inspiration in today's episode, then hit subscribe. Make sure you don't miss a moment on this journey of healing. Want to help more mamas enter into the hope and freedom you have found? Please take a moment to leave a review. This helps so much to get Morning Mama seen so that more mamas can find this space. Lastly, please come say hi in our Facebook group, Morning Mama Collective. I would love to meet you and learn your story. Let me know where you're getting stuck in your healing journey so that you can help inspire more episodes. I am so grateful for you, Mama, and I cannot wait to see all that God has in store for you. Oh,